with seven recruits committed to Boston College, how could Boston College create a dream recruiting class? I'm going to give you who I would love to see BC land at each position. All of this and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. Happy Recruiting Wrap-Up Wednesday. Now, it's been a little quiet on the BC recruiting front as players have started to jockey for their uh, official visit dates. BC has set up their camp dates. A lot of news going on on that end, but there hasn't been a lot of commitment news. But I think that's going to change soon as the recruiting dead period is going to open up. And I think you're going to see a flood of commitments as players get on campus, see the coaches, see the staff, and make their decisions. Now, BC has seven commitments already. I project they're probably going to have a class of around 25-ish, you know, 23 to 25, another healthy, normal class. So how does Boston College create that ideal class? Because right now, I mean, I'm just going to tell you, I look at the class and I'm like, eh. It doesn't have the pop that the last few classes has had. I mean, last year you looked and you were like, oh, Joseph Griffin III's awesome. You know, Peter Della Portis, you got these other guys, the guys from St. Francis Academy. You got Sione Halla. There's all these like names of four stars. Uh, you got the running backs. You're, you're starting to feel good about that class. You look at this year's class and, and like the names don't just pop yet. Jacoby Robinson, their quarterback, like, yeah, he had a nice Elite 11, but he has never really many many big offers. You lost your crown jewel, Bubaco Traor, who transferred to Notre Dame. You've got a couple of those kids from Catholic Memorial, a couple kids from um, different spots. I mean, you got a kid from Montana. Like, I know that's exciting as, as someone who's, like, never seen a player commit from Montana. But is that really, like, something that you want to, like, build your roster around? Eh, we have to see him get on campus. But how does BC really wrap up this recruiting class? So... If you've been on BC Bolton, you've seen I have a chart. I have made a Google Doc that I was able to embed into posts. They have like every recruit that's got an offer from BC for the class 2023. I think it was like 300 names. I got bored one weekend and I created it, right? I wanted to look at how BC could write, create a killer class of 2023. Like the class that like would wow you, that would take last year's, you know, whether they ranked 36, I think, on 247. And take it to that next level. Take it to the top 25. Now, before we get into who I chose at each position to kind of bump that up, I'm going to preface this by saying this is not just me picking the top um, rated recruit at every position. Because as much as I'd love to see someone like Jonel Aguero as a, a crown jewel of this recruiting class, he ain't coming here. Okay? And same thing with a quarterback who has a BC offer, Arch Manning. I mean, like, yeah, obviously he would be amazing, but I'm I he has no chance of coming here. He's not even looking at Boston College. He has an offer. I'm looking at players that have some connection to BC and that BC has a realistic shot of landing. And they've got, you know, what, 17, 18 slots available. So they could go up and down the roster and, and fill in a whole bunch of positions 
Um, and and I, I think there's no position that they are completely filled at yet right now. So we'll start that off with quarterback. Now, I've heard buzz that BC may go for a second quarterback, but their offer list and who they've been interested in doesn't dictate that answer. Now, they've offered four different quarterbacks in the class of 2023, and one's already committed. That's Jacoby Robinson of Hendricks, Texas. He's their only commit at that position, but the all other th- two of the other three are already committed elsewhere. J.J. Cole at Iowa State and um, William Watson at Nebraska, who I've heard they weren't really in on either, and then Arch Manning. So I think BC is pretty much set at quarterback unless something changes. I think if there's one that falls on their lap, they may go for a quarterback, but I think they're pretty good right now. Now let's go to the halfback. They had Dontrell Jones of Catholic Memorial already on the roster, but I think they'll probably go for a second. And I think there's some really good ones out there. And there are two I think would be great fits. And I'd be happy if either of these guys committed to Boston College. The biggest one, the big fish at running back, has to be Dante Dowdle of Mississippi. He's a bo- he's a four-star running back who has offers up and down the conference. You know, he's got Alabama offers, Oregon offers, but he's visited Boston College. So BC is not out on him. I mean, I'm sure he's an outlier at this point, but again, this is dream class. Remember, Jeff Halfley can do some things. He's done some stuff in the past where he's he's been able to land some really interesting guys that you just never expected them to land. So Dowdle is six one two seven oh seven. He's fast. He's a track star. Really, really good. He's from Mississippi. I, I mean, will they get him? Probably not. But I would love to see him here. And so he would be my choice at running back. And then the other running back I love is out of Georgia, out of Sandersville, Georgia. Dontavius Broswell, another four star running back that I think has checked out Boston College, um, but also has a like a laundry list of big big offers. Um, he's run the 100 meter in 10.75 uh, seconds. Again, I, I kind of get the chills when I think about these, you know, how Halfley goes after track stars, because that is what this team needs. Like get, get, get speed at every position. If, 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 if Halfley grabbed a track star for all the skill positions on offense and defense, I, I think that would be great. I mean, we got Nito Akpala on on the defensive side. That's a track star. You got um, Jalen Williams at, at defensive back. Let's get some running backs in there too. Really get some speed in. So Dotavius Broswell is the name you're going to want to watch for. That's the running back I would love to see Boston College land. Now at wide receiver, Boston College has one committed player for the next class, and that's Jaden Skeet out of Catholic Memorial in Massachusetts. Good wide receiver. Um, and I think he's a good local get for BC, especially given where they currently stand with some of the other local recruits. But I'm going to go with another local recruit for my dream. And this is one that I think BC is in decent shape with. And that is Ronan Hannafin. He's a wide receiver out of Cambridge, Massachusetts. He goes to Buck, uh, Bucknell and uh, Browns and Nichols, excuse me. And he is a high three-star. He's got to be a four-star. I mean, the dude has offers from everywhere. Alabama, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Michigan. He's all over the place. And if you, you want to get one of these elite Massachusetts recruits, because BC is not in good shape with Jonella Guerra. They already lost the tight end, uh, Rapelia, to um, Penn State. You, you're Samson Okunlola, I mean, we'll talk about him in a second, but... I think Ronan Hannafin, if you want to talk about getting a good, solid local to, to kind of be that uh, crown jewel of this class, he would be it. 
And I don't think BC is out of the running with him. I think they got a lot of work to do here. But again, this is my dream class. This is the class I'd love to see. So he would be one. If if he does not, the other name that I like and I think would be a good fit with BC is Logan Lester out of Kenwood Academy. Now, that's in Chicago, Illinois. It's also the home of Lewis Bond and Dante Reynolds, two wide receivers BC already has on their roster. Uh, why I like Lester? He's 6'3". I would love to see BC get a little size with one other wide receiver in this class. You know, you get a lot of guys that are like 6'0", you know, 5'11". Get some length out there. Get a C.J. Lewis type. Get a Taji Johnson type with this recruiting class. Lester's a three-star. He's got offers from, you know, not he, nothing that will blow you away. A lot of Mac schools, Kansas. But he's a three-star. And, I, you know, given that BC has done a nice job with Kenwood, you, you, and you would love to continue to build that pipeline. It's a good school in Illinois. Uh, so he would be a nice one to get. But I think Ronan Hannafin would be my top point choice, but I love Logan Lester as well. In a moment, I'm going to get into the offensive line class, and we're going to see where Coach Googs could go with and what would be a dream catch for the big dog. And we'll also get into the defense as well. Now, if you know me, you know I'm a huge fan of the Built Bar. Summer is coming, and with summer, you're going to need to so get some food on the go. Built Bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations. Throw them in your bags, in your kid's backpack. Make sure that everyone has a bar so you are fueled for your summer adventures. The best part about Built Bars, they're healthy and delicious. No more to sacrificing delicious food for health. With Built Bar, you can have both. And it's easy. All you have to do is go to Built.com and order now. All Built Bars and Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means you can get a Built Bar and eat healthy and actually enjoy eating them. And it's not enough flavor for you, you might want to try the Mix Box. The Mix Box comes with 12 flavors of bars and puffs. You're going to want to check that out. Make sure that there's someone in there for everyone. Go to Built.com to get all your favorites, including banana cream pie, raspberry, double chocolate, and so many more. They're all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time, so make sure to check out the website to see what they have to offer. Head to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15, and you're going to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. Thank you all of you who have made Locked On Boston College your first listen every morning. And if this is your first time listening to Locked On Boston College, I want to welcome you. We are a daily Boston College podcast. We are the only daily Boston College podcast on the internet. I give you 20 minutes to 30 minutes every single weekday about the Boston College Eagles with analysis and opinions you're not going to find anywhere else. And we have special guests. We've had Zay Flowers. We've had Christian Mahogany just in the last two weeks. So check out our podcast. Make sure you like us wherever you get your podcasts and hit that subscribe button on YouTube. It does make a difference to help us out there. All right. So we're going over our dream class of 2023 for Boston College football recruiting. I gave you most of the offensive weapons in that first segment. We went over wide receiver running backs and and, and um, that was basically it. But now let's get into the tight end position. Now tight end is going to be a position Boston College is still going to need to land somebody at because they don't have anyone classified for the class of 2023. And when I look at the the, the recruiting class at that position, there is one name at tight end that really pops for me, and that's Jackson Carver, originally from Indianapolis, but playing for the Loomis Chafee School in Connecticut this year. Now, Jackson Carver is a three-star recruit. He's only the 26th ranked uh, tight end in the country, but his recruiting has absolutely blown up 
in the last couple couple weeks. He had pictures of him up with Brian Kelly at LSU last week. I think he was at Michigan State. He was at Michigan. I mean, this guy's all over the place. And he would be the perfect fit for this offense because he, you know, he started playing, he just started playing football. Uh, he is physical. He's got really good ball skills on offense and he's got a really good motor on him. I think he's got a huge ceiling ahead of him. I think he's a guy that could be a pass catching tight end. He's six, six, like this guy could get up and get it, you know, like very, um, Lots of hints of Trey Berry in terms of size and his ability to catch the ball. Uh, two four seven compares him to Dawson Knox, which uh, yeah, it's NFL, but like yeah, get him on at the college level, get him on your roster. So Jackson Carver, we've interviewed him on BC Bulletin too, so you want to check out our interview with him. He would be my pick at tight end. Now on the offensive line side, it's been quiet. Googs, the new offensive line coordinator uh, coach. Has, hasn't had any new names, but he has been offering up a storm of late. And some of them have been class of 2023 offensive linemen. So with Googs, who are some names that I would love to see BC land? Now, the first one, we're talking dream here. This is dreams we're talking about here, is Amir Her- Herring. You want that four-star? Here's your four-star. He's from West Bloomfield, Michigan. He had BC in his top eight with a bunch of other, you know, the Big Ten schools like Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State. So he's got he's BC's in with some really serious company. But he talked very highly of BC when he interviewed with Rivals.com. So BC could he's not he's not ruling out BC here. So I think Amir Herring would be a humongous catch, and he would be more of a guard. He's six three two eighty, so he's not going to be a, a tackle. But man. You get a guy with that kind of pedigree, that guy, the uh, guy that has played and and caught that much attention. Give me him on that roster right now. Twenty twenty three, Amir Herring would be my offensive lineman. All right, and then t- our other offensive lineman. There's a lot of the Googs has got some chances out there to get some really good guys. So I'm gonna pick two offensive tackles that I really like. The first one is the dream. It's the one that would be the crown jewel of Jeff Halfley's career. This would get you past C.J. Burton. This would get you past Sione Hala. Any any guys that they've got received in the last five years, 10 years, 15 years. Heck, since Brian Toll. And that would be Samson Ukunlola from Braintree, Massachusetts. He is the 30th ranked recruit in the entire country at any position. He's a five-star. When has BC ever landed a five-star? And... Yeah, the odds are low, but BC still has had him on campus. BC has connected with him. They're not out on Samson Ukulola. I, you know, I don't, well, I think they actually get him. No. But is he the dream? Yes. He would be the absolute crushing catch for BC. This would be the one where you would see me going out there going crazy over this one because it would be a massive get. Now, this guy's got offers for like Alabama, Georgia, Texas. I mean, you name a school that's a blue blood. They're going to dump money in front of him. So I'm not sure they'll, they'll really be in it at the end, but it's still kind of an exciting one to look at. And finally, for offensive line, I would love to see them get three. The last one is only a three-star, but has really risen quickly. And he plays for a powerhouse conference school out on the West Coast. We've talked about him on the podcast before. Raymond Polito. He's 6'5", 340 pounds. So he's a big boy. Um, but he, I think he would be a real interesting get for BC. Because, again, I love when Boston College hammers these 
powerhouse schools, whether it's St. Francis Academy, Lipscomb Academy, um, St. John's Bosco, Bishop Gorman, all these big programs. We talked about it with um, John Garcia last week, right? Polito would be another tip in the cap there. And I, I, whether he's a three-star or four-star, I want to see BC continue to get those kids. They already have one at St. Francis Academy with Brian Sims. I'd love to see it do it again with this kid. I mean, 340, that is absolutely enormous. Kevin Klein is also on the roster. He's huge. Get another big, big, big dog out there. Um, I'd love to see Polito be that other offensive lineman. So that's our, we're going to wrap up our dream recruiting class just on the offensive side of the ball because I have one segment left and we'll save the defense for next week, okay? We'll talk about that as well. But I wanted to give you my offense. So those are our dream offensive linemen. Do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me? Hit me up on Twitter, at LockdownBC. I'd love to hear from you. I love hearing from fans. I love hearing from your perspective. You guys you guys listen to me. You hear my thoughts all the time. But it's important to hear you too. So hit me up on LockdownBC. If you tweet at me with some good thoughts, I'll retweet you. So hit, hit me up with some names that you'd love to see at Boston College uh, for the class of 2023. Now, in our final segment... The transfer portal has been a area of news for two years now throughout the entire offseason. But recently, the NCAA is making a move to make that window even shorter. We'll hear a little bit about that in our final segment. Now, Rock Auto is the place that you're going to want to go with the ever-increasing number of makes and models. It's now impossible for you to get to your local chain auto parts store and get what you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on your computer, choosing only the parts their warehouse seems to happen when you can do it on your phone or tablet at rockauto.com. Save time and money when using rockauto.com. The best part, you can save 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you go to rockauto.com. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer, so you know you're getting the best deal when you head to rockauto.com. They have everything you can need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So go to their easy-to-use website today, open up their browser, and boom, you're going to find everything your car needs, whether it's tail lamps, motor oil, or even new carpet. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car and truck. And write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection of reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. If you enjoyed this podcast, again, let me recommend to you Locked On ACC with Candace Cooper. I'm on that show every Wednesday, but there's a, a rotating... Uh, group of guests that you're going to want to hear, including J.J. Jackson of Duke. They have the Syracuse guys. They've got a bunch of different co-hosts that you're going to want to check out. I'm on today. You can check out my thoughts on the NFL draft and Jordan Addison's um, money-making deal with USC slash Texas slash Alabama. So make sure to check that out wherever you get your podcast. So speaking of the transfer portal, Boston College uh, you know, they, it's been quiet on the transfer portal front, both coming and going for BC. Uh, there's been some rumors, there's been buzz, but there's no been no players leaving and no confirmed new commitments. However, this could be the last year where the transfer portal is the same as it was for the last couple years. So the transfer portal that you know now for since 2018 has been basically the Wild West. 
they, they've allowed players to transfer here and there. And, you know, as recently, that they've allowed players to have that one-time waiver so they don't have to sit, which has allowed players to just leave whenever they're upset or when there's a coach leaving. Now, the coaching association is proposing a new rule to the NCAA to kind of rein it in. They want to put a window in the fall and in the spring. Basically, the window would be for like two weeks right at the end of the season in the fall and two weeks after spring practice, which would allow players to enter the portal during that time. Now, they don't have to leave. They just have to enter the portal. What, why would they do this? It's, it's kind of to uh, prevent what we've seen now, like Jordan Addison just leaving at, at, at any time or players that enter the portal in the middle of a season and, and completely destroy your your depth chart. So there's a, it's it's kind of their way of trying to put a little bit of kibosh on this because how does a coach recruit, you know, throughout the season and then all of a sudden his projection of what the roster is going to look like changes because a whole bunch of guys that you didn't expect enter the transfer portal. This is going to kind of help tip that balance. And I think the balance is what's going to be important here because when you look at the transfer portal, I am, I've said this all along. I am pro player every single day. I saw what happened to Justin Ross. I've seen what happened uh, to that linebacker from Notre Dame a couple years ago that lost his entire first round grade because of an injury in college. These players should be able to do whatever they want to make the most money that they can for themselves and to further their own career. That being said, I am not the biggest fan of this being the Wild West. I am not the biggest fan that Mark Emmert of the NCAA has left it so that anyone could do anything and just throw your hands up and say, that's what you guys wanted. This is what we're going to do. I do not like that. I think there needs to be some regulations here because otherwise it's going to kind of spiral out of control. You're going to see, you know, players, uh, you're going to see boosters like, you know, you know, Boone uh, Pickens over at Oklahoma State. I know, I think he's passed away, but I'm sure he's got family members that are still donating. That family is an oil tycoon. They could throw millions of dollars at players if they really wanted to. And you've got other schools like USC and Alabama and all these other schools that can do the same thing. It's going to cause the transfer portal to get really, really weird. And, you know, I think tampering is something to look at. I think there's a few other things that you know. Just I I don't want to restrict players' movement, but I think there's a way. There's a middle ground here where players can go to where the money is, but also have the coaches and program not be left in shambles because of like, you know, a booster says to to Jordan Addison, "Hey, come and play at USC. We're gonna get you three and a half million dollars." You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to figure out that kind of middle ground. And so I, I I'm kind of swinging towards the middle here. I think that the, the the players deserve to be paid. I believe the players deserve to move if they want to. I do think there's got to be some regulations here, or this is going to get out of control fast. I mean, I thought the Addison thing was bad. I think it was gross. Uh, but if the market's there, the market's there. They're just going to figure out a way to prevent tampering and to you know allow players to make their moves, but in a certain time frame. So I'm not I'm not opposed to a, a portal time frame here. And you know what? You the the way they get around it too is if the players want to enter the portal around that, they either have to get a waiver or they sit a year. You go back to that old system there. So that I think that's just an, a, a kind of an interesting way to kind of get that going. So this is AJ Black. Thank you all for listening. On tomorrow's show, we're going to get into 
Um, some more NFL talk, the NFL draft. We'll look at Zion Johnson. I guess a few more thoughts about him that I want to get into, including his predecessor and where BC's offensive line looks like with him gone. This is AJ Black. Thank you all for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at AJ Black underscore BC and at Lockdown BC. Make sure to follow us on YouTube. It really does help. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you all again soon.